0: You're listening to... Whoa! Potluck. Potluck. Hey guys, welcome to Marvel Makeup. I'm Quincy. And I'm Kay, and this is a podcast where I teach Quincy a little bit about Marvel. And I teach Kay a little bit about makeup. Watch out! There are MCU spoilers ahead. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. And today, our guest is a writer, producer, writer, producer, maybe producer, very, very soon, but a writer-performer from Los Angeles who also writes on the animated show Harley Quinn. Please welcome Connor Connor Sheehan. Hello, hello, hi. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for it. being here. We did it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Screw you tech issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks so much for being here. Um, you know, we're gonna talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp today, but just to start off, uh, you know, Connor, what's your association like relationship with Marvel? Um, whether it's like the comic books or the movies or just like comic book stuff in general.
1: Uh, I'm a fan. I've seen most of the Marvel movies um, growing up. I wasn't, I didn't read the comics, but I was an X-Men fan. Oh, me too. Me too. Same. The cart- I love X-Men. Yeah. I love the 90s cartoon.
0: Love the 90s cartoon.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I've seen every X-Men movie. Oh yeah. Me too. I've seen the X-Men mm-hmm. movie. Say, like once like, or multiple times? A few multiple times, but definitely have seen all of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Same, same. Yeah, that 90s cartoon. I think that was kind of my entry into comic book stuff because I also didn't um, read comic books mm-hmm. and I still don't. Um, but when I watched the X-Men cartoon, I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was specifically like the Phoenix saga, like the, yeah. that I that for some reason that was like when I started watching it, that's where it, it was. So that mm-hmm. was like, I was like, wow, this is really it was really epic. So it, it was like a very like epic place to like be entered into this whole comic book world. Um, cool. So, well, today we're actually talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, it was released on July 6 2018. It was directed by Peyton Reed, who directed the first Ant-Man because um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is the sequel. Um, he also directed episodes of New Girl and the film Bring It On. Um, and so, you know, it has kind of like a comedy background, which I think you definitely see in this movie. Um, and the script was written by Chris McKenna, Eric Somers, who are a writing team, and Paul Rudd, Andre Burr, Gabriel Ferrari, um, who I believe are also kind of like them three are also kind of like collaborators. Um, so, you know, like most comedies, a lot of people probably sitting around a table being like, let's bunch this up. Um, and just to put you in the mindset of what was happening in 2018, um, some pop culture highlights I wanted to pull um, for this week, highlight kind of like duos because, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp is a duo. Um, so that year, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra got married. So a new duo that uh, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hensworth got married and also, A Star is Born came out, which featured Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. So just a couple duos that also happened in 2018. A um, couple other things. Uh, Jodie Whittaker became the first woman on woman doctor on Doctor Who. Um, I'm not a big fan of that show, but I remember that being kind of like a, a cultural moment. Um, I'm not going to lie. Okay. You know mm-hmm. how I keep
2: confusing white people like <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who and Doctor Strange I'm like was a little like mm, same thing
0: yeah he well Doctor Who is very like well time travel and Isn't Doctor he, Strange like, in a telephone booth he's in yes. a telephone Doctor
1: booth. Who's the one that's been regenerated for like 30 years yeah. and they have that phone booth
2: and it's like British. in England right
1: yeah it's bo- British And Doctor Strange is the Marvel one.
2: Yes, yes. No, I know now, but like for some reason, my brain was just was like, I would just, if you were like, that's Doctor Who, I'd be like, yes, I knew there was a
1: difference. Usually a a really long scarf. Yeah. Yeah.
0: True. A, mm, 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 a scarf. Mm, mm. And uh, yeah. And the phone booth is kind of like his main his main mode of travel. It's mm-hmm. it's called a TARDIS. That's right. Is that right? A TARDIS. Oh, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, good thing we're not talking about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple other things that happened that year. The Pink Fong's Baby Shark came out that year which I remember being like, how does everyone know this song? Um, I got trolled on the internet for using that song by a 14-year-old girl. Because you used it in what, like a sketch or something?
2: Uh, I posted TikTok with, it was me and my girlfriend last year skating, roller skating, and we used a baby shark video and on christmas morning we woke up to a like 12 year old girl being like ew don't use this song
0: (laughs) and it just like merry christmas yeah (laughs) in the middle of a pandemic i was like wow this is peak uh 2020 (laughs) wow wow the baby shark has teeth uh
1: Okay, bad joke. Uh, a bitchy shark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and then there's there was a thing called the Drake in my feelings dance challenge that happened that year. I think it was this thing where people were dancing to a Drake song, but like they would film themselves outside of a car and they would like the, while the car was going, they would dance along with the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that takes two people. Might as well mention it during the Ant and the Wasp <laughs> year review. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, yeah, but let's go ahead and dive in into Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, you know, uh, I think, you know, a really fun movie. I, I It's not one of the ones that I've watched a lot. So it was kind of nice to watch it again because it's not one of the ones that I have seen over and over. Um, Connor, I I tend to really like the ones that have have team ups um which technically this is a team up so yeah. i don't know why i haven't watched it more often yeah. um but what, what's off the top like what was your hot take um what why do you
1: what did your what, what did was your you over like about, about it? the movie well i actually um ant-man is kind of a blind spot for me in the marvel universe like this is i didn't see the first one okay so i thought i'd be okay I, for some reason i thought it'd be okay watching the second one and i was like oh my god i have no idea what's happening i mean but um i was able to glean what was happening because they always do like a
0: quick a recap
1: thing mm-hmm. and i mean i had i mean paul rudd thankfully is very charming so he was able to pull a lot of this off yes but, um i fucking love paul Rudd. i mean this is definitely a like big stuff is fun changing scale of size is fun um so there that was i mean and i thought the special effects were really fun like the giant things looked like the giant things like it didn't look like a cgi nightmare yeah
0: yeah it, it didn't look like it looked like an actual pez dispenser like being mm-hmm. shot out of a car yeah yeah it like, didn't oh, look
1: cool. like that thing like you know like the new Alice in Wonderland where everything's a little blurry <laughs> mm,
0: right right <laughs> mm. you're like this you're like this is definitely computer generated and you know looks otherworldly yeah mm. um and and what's interesting is you know even though they are in the other in the like the real world for most of the movie they do go into the quantum realm mm-hmm. which is very otherworldly and Mostly CGI
1: because yeah, but that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just it's annoying, like when they those heavily CGI movies, they all look like the quantum world, and it gets yeah, very annoying. It's interesting because yeah. like I feel like as good as CGI has gotten,
2: like the human eye can still tell when it's Mm -hmm. really fake versus like when something I don't know I just saw a horror movie uh, Ginger Snaps and they use real practicals for the wolf and it was I love that movie it's so Mm -hmm. good I freaking love that movie
1: Um, it's like the only movie that it fully explains what a period is
2: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: Like but they menstruation? Use, like, yeah, yeah. yeah cause
2: oh. They confuse, they essentially don't pick up that she's turning into a werewolf because they think like it's because she's on her period. Oh. Um, And they use a practical wolf and it's kind of campy and corny, but I don't know, it kind of
1: worked for me. And I wish It's people... extremely campy and Canadian.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I just, just to say like, sometimes I wish they would use more practicals for certain things. Mm-hmm. Just to achieve that like real effect. It's like the difference between like CGI fire versus-
1: real fire 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 yeah 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 well i mean go ahead i was just gonna say i can understand why for safety reasons why they'd want to do cgi but i'm just like the thing is cgi is fine but you just you have to make it look good like because jurassic park is c a lot of it is cgi but they made it look good like you can't rush it and do be shitty with it
0: yeah yeah and and i think also the i i like i kind of know from my experience that you know when you have such big movies sometimes you're doing cgi and and from different like places like different companies Mm -hmm. so also making sure that you know this place looks really works really really good in a certain way but then Uh you might take it to another place and they have like a kind of like a different aesthetic Mm -hmm. so having to make sure all of it is kind of like smooth and seamless throughout the whole whole thing it's it's a it's a bit of a bit of a job um so, yeah, but, you know, Marvel is like, we're creating a universe, so it's on us to make it all work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, you know, just off of the top, what I thought was interesting is like, uh, you know, in the first Ant-Man, they talk about, you know, Hope, Janet Van Dyne, Hope's mom, and kind of like the mystery surrounding her. And they don't really show, um, you know, her in the first movie, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, you kind of wonder, OK, how how much are they going to keep that a secret? during the second one but i really appreciated that like from the top you're like okay here's the mom it's michelle pfeiffer we know who she is what she looks like um so and then they get into kind of like you know they recap kind of like what happened to her um and i'm a huge fan of michelle pfeiffer i mean for her to come back into like the comic book fold is kind of yeah it's kind of epic because you know she was to me like Catwoman, Catwoman in the Michael Keaton She's so Batman She's movie. so good. Yeah, I don't. Have you guys seen that video that kind of resurfaced recently where they? It was like behind the scenes footage of her using the Catwoman whip and just like whipping these like mannequin heads. Yeah,
1: I saw it. that was dope. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because really cool. she does. She whips it all. She does it all in one take, and then you hear cut, and the crew is applauding her. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so cool yeah yeah and so for her to come back and like be this you know this new superhero um in the marvel side i was like oh i am on board for this um I- also i'm a huge fan of grease too have you guys
1: ever watched grease too i have seen grease too it's nuts i don't <laughs> know if i've seen grease too
0: it is it is so funny and so like you know so campy because it's pretty much like grease but switched like She's kind of the Danny Zuko character, and then there's like this Australian, you know, guy who's like the Sandy character. Uh, yeah, I'm a I, I've always liked that movie. So again, Michelle Pfeiffer, she's awesome. Um, Grease two, it, you should try it,
2: <laughs> try to watch it. If you, I can. will definitely watch it. I fucking love Michelle Pfeiffer. She's amazing.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and and I think a great mom to. Uh, evangeline lily you know you're always kind of thinking like oh how are they casting these people do they actually come off and look like they would actually be related and i was like yeah i buy it both kind of like tall kind of linky long-haired women um and i love that they got
2: rid of her wig this for the sequel
0: yeah 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 she looked like "Hmm?"
2: whose wig uh hope's wig
0: yeah, in the first movie, she had, like, this very, like, severe bob. Uh, um, though I read... Like, I read in the recap, it,
2: like, you see it when he's recapping the... Oh, uh, movie yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, she yeah. gets rid of it.
0: Though I think... I might have read recently that that might have been her real hair.
1: I mean, they could have easily both been wigs. True, true. The, the
0: this one definitely had more of a natural look than the, fir- than the first it was one. because the first one was so shiny. It was, like plastic shiny
1: hmm. well it was it didn't it, it they i think they took the note from the first one being like okay the wig looks too wig let's do like beach waves with it
0: yeah <laughs> something that looks like you know textured yeah textured and, and looks like it's affected by air mhm <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah that was one like, was like a helmet very stiff yep um yeah, and just, you know, uh, building out the world and and adding new characters. Randall Park joining the cast as Jimmy Woo, um, I think, was such a fun, great, great choice. Um, mm-hmm. Improv had, background. Yeah, improv background. and And you could totally tell, like, those scenes with him and Paul Rudd. You're just like, oh, they're probably... They're so probably just having
1: so much fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Improvising back and forth. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, you're like, there's so much footage of them just back and Dicking forth. Around. Yeah. yeah. Coming up with, you know, a, alts and and sides. Mm-hmm. Um and um and then yeah, and then we have Michael Douglas returning, uh uh Michael Pena returning as he once
2: again killed it, and they still are not utilizing him to his full ability like yes, he yes. fucking killed it again who are you talking about uh, michael pena's character he's the head of ExCon. um paul red's like security business. i
1: i feel like they gave him a weird amount of pressure to f- be funny in this oh okay. mm, interesting like there they kept leaving the camera on him a little too long to be like this bumbling guy i
2: did notice that yeah I and i'm just that. like
1: there, there's a lot of this in this movie, and we don't have to put it all in, you know? True, like, true. <laughs> like I love Michael Pena, but I'm like, you don't, let's have you do something else. Like, let's, not this.
0: Use him more. Yeah, maybe just give him more to do versus just be like, go, you know? Yeah. Um But I, I, you know, you... The, the whole uh, him like uh, recapping a story and then them cutting to um, them kind of like limp syncing the story. That um, was fun. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something that was from the original Ant-Man that they did as well. And yeah, it was great to kind of see that expanded <laughs> version of that because, you know, he was like, I'm on truth serum. And mm-hmm. the whole thing of like, it's not truth serum. And then he starts talking about just other things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and at one point he does say, hey, can I have a suit? And so, you know, for me, I'm just like, uh, oh, there's a seed, you know, so many times in the MCU, there's been small seeds planted of like characters just showing up. And then before you know it, they become full fledged, you know, characters and and are brought back in later movies. I feel mm-hmm. like Michael Pena's characters, Luis, definitely has that Um that potential uh to come back and play a bigger part. Give him a suit. Give him give him a power. Give him a suit. Yeah, yeah. Teach teach him some moves, you know, but then let him disarm people both physically and with his charm. Um because he's funny. Um and yeah, and then you have uh you know uh the whole setup. Uh did you watch a Civil War, Connor? Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, I don't know if you caught you, you know, caught this, Quincy, you know, because we we just watched Infinity War because Infinity War came out right before uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. So this is set right, you know, between Civil War and before Infinity War, because at the end for the after credit, which we all got you got to the after credit.
2: I did. Wait, this is set before Infinity War.
0: Yes. Uh Because remember at the very, very end? Oh, I guess it is. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. They turned to dust?
2: Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man. Yes, yes. I got that. But for some reason, I thought this was after Infinity War just because they kept saying, like, he was out of the game for two years. And for some reason, I was like, that's why he wasn't in Infinity War.
0: Well, they were referencing the fact that he got arrested after Civil War. Yes, 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 yes. And then... You remember they mentioned in Infinity War like oh they he took a plea deal mm-hmm. because of his family. I see, man, I my brain is mush. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, remember how some a guest asked me like a few episodes ago how I'm remembering they're starting to mush. Are they? Are yeah, they? They're starting to mush and like the finer details are starting to like mush together.
0: That that's so <laughs> interesting cuz I feel like we've spaced them out at least like at least Pretty like well. 2 weeks apart. Right yeah um,
1: how about you Connor are you feeling like you like in watching this did you I mean, get a good sense of time I mean I I, I understand what you're talking about Quincy because like I de- I think after the last big one I which I think was Infinity Endgame? War I think we are Endgame I think we just got exhausted with there was so many Marvel movies because mm-hmm. there was Guardians there was um, Thor and then there was the series that came out. And I'm like, there's, there's, I, you guys have too much content. You need a pause. <laughs> so, Stop.
0: Well, you yeah. know, see, the thing is we're watching them. So since Quincy hasn't seen all of them and we're watching them in order, she's only seen up through Ant-Man and the Wasp. So we haven't gone to Endgame yet. We haven't gone to the series, um, but I, I will, I will say like after Endgame, um, you did have this sense of like, well, what now? Mm-hmm. And interesting, I feel like, I feel like the pandemic cause everything got pushed was almost like a bit, almost like helped with that saturation. Cause they did end up taking so much coming yeah
2: so much time i'm just starting to miss like the finer details like Mm. like the pleat like those things like i think that's probably something you pick up like the second or third time but right now it's like i'm missing those like final final finer details that connect the movies to the bigger story
1: now. Well there's just there's so much crossover in the MCU that it all starts to feel like one big movie after a while, which is kind of what they intended, but it's also it feels like you've been in a nine hour movie after a while.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Quincy calls it the longest television show it's the in history. TV show. <laughs> it's the
2: longest TV show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And 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 then also it kind of makes it harder to kind of invest in like the individual stories. You're just mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, I get that. This, this is kind of their own thing, which, you know, for me, it's harder for me to invest in like just the one-offs. Like this is the one that's just about Thor just about Iron Man. Cause I know that the ones that with the team ups and the, and the, you know, group group movies are going to have kind of like just higher stakes and kind of more, uh effect on the overall universe a bigger yeah um (laughs) wait connor did you by any
2: chance like i noticed at this time like how it definitely really felt family friendly did you pick up on that at all um ant-man and the wasp Mm -hmm. like just in terms of like the action like even the layer ghosts layer Mm -hmm. like i was like this looks this is this looks like an evil villain lair. but like then i remembered like oh okay this is for mostly geared for like a young a slightly
1: younger audience than most of the marvel movies um maybe but mm-hmm. like in like compared to what
2: i guess like i you know because i was watching and like lawrence fishburne's character literally gets immobilized by like four ants and i feel like if this was like a thor movie he would have like beat them all up right but instead yeah. he goes oh okay i'm just gonna get pushed into an elevator right and i was like okay this is the difference is like there's not as many big fighting like action sequence i don't even think they really fired off fired off any guns this round like there was like one or two scenes where they like shot him but like no one was actually shooting any guns it was mostly hand-to-hand combat well there definitely wasn't that much blood yeah right
0: yeah uh-huh. And 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 just melee in general, like there were two main action scenes, one at the top with Wasp and then the kind of the end sequence of just like the car chase through the building thing yeah. and then the going mm-hmm. down and coming back and and then, you know, ending up at the pier. So, yeah, the, it wasn't I would say it's it was definitely more family friendly and not like a Winter Soldier where it's like every like 20 minutes you're just like Winter Soldier going after someone blowing things up shooting people down mm-hmm. um or like like you know the last Thor, uh you know door just like using his hammer and just things just exploding and like or even in just an infinity war like the space dogs going everywhere and just like mm-hmm. just you know you know bodies just th- being thrown all over mm-hmm. the place um yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, Ghost you, was scary though.
2: I will say, I was like, man, if I was a twelve, I would be scared. Yeah, it was w- scary. What
0: did you think of her character and her performance?
1: I mean, I thought she did a good job. Um, my whole thing is like, I wrote this down. I was like, people in movies that are sick never look sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, when when I'm not modeling for perfume, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, sure, sweetie. I hear you. Right. So yeah, that's she doesn't dying. Look sick. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even the even out of her suit when she's kind of like in those rags, I was like, mm-hmm. those are pretty chic rags. Like, yeah.
1: I'm like, I'm- yeah. Yeah. I'm like, whoever did those rags, can you do my next type shot? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. Oof. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, the thing with her is that her her molecules keep dispersing and then reattaching, which sounds horrible, but I'm like, you look great, kid. Yeah, yeah, you're,
0: you're suppressing <laughs> that pain really well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like-
1: You're glowing. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you a special glow, this mm-hmm. uh, molecular the instability. Hair, <laughs> the
1: hair, hair. You did hair. have
2: really great hair. Mm-hmm. 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 She did have really great hair. I was like,
0: mm. And and it was kind of that, I mean, it wasn't it it I mean, I have a horrible time uh, handling the frizzies in my hair. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her hair had that thing where like even even though it looked messy, it still looked nice. It still looked, oh, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, you know. There was a
2: sequence where she's doing something and I cause I when you have you guys seen Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. The yeah. movie. I love this scene where like they give each other the hair tie. Cause that is so such a girl thing to do. And I was like, yeah, you couldn't fight with all that hair in your face anyways. <laughs> but then this time when I saw her, I was like, she was doing like a little, I feel like a little bit of hairography, mm. like she did it. And like the hair. And I was like, oh, I guess you need women's hairs hair down that you need the hair down because like for stunt people. Right. Yeah. It's like a way to like cover the face. I don't know, but I'm not the stunt person. So what do I know? But that's what it looked like.
0: Yeah, it, it is a way to kind of like, you know, mask the stunt person. And uh-huh. and also I feel like it kind of adds to the movement sometimes. Like Yeah, the drama. A bunch of flips. You're just like, oh, the hair shows, adds to the movement, you know?
1: I don't, for some reason it always bothers me when I see women with really long hair that, that don't tie it up when they're doing a lot of physical stuff. Oh no, woman would do it like that, right? Because it would get in
2: your
0: face. Yeah, and I, I mean,
1: yeah, I can, like women at the gym that don't tie their hair up. I'm like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, how does that? How does that not just are they just doing Sweep into your
1: eyes. Yeah, I've seen people at the gym like long hair, leaving it down. Oof. What and are I'm they? Are like, they running or sometimes? But I'm just, I don't know. It just irks me. Mm -hmm. i mean
0: i can barely keep my hair down just in general because i just hate it be like in my face and also it can be very thick Mm -hmm. i I once i once went to a a hairstylist in new york when i was like a teenager Mm -hmm. and my sister-in-law took me she's like we're gonna get your hair done um i was like cool and the the hairstylist just kept telling me she had like this, like Eastern European accent. She was like, your hair is so thick. It is like fur. You're like dog. (laughs) Your hair is so thick. I was like, thank you. And yeah. So she even, I guess even she hadn't seen such the care in her life. Um, it took her a while. Well, don't take her
1: to a black barber. Shit.
2: (laughs) thing. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kay. I'm just learning because I always have my hair up too, so I'm learning how to keep it down. Um, and I don't know how girls or women or people with long hair, um, eat with their mm. hair down because I get it all over my face, and mm. especially also with lipstick because I will eat on my lipstick. Oh, hello, kitty. Oh, Hi. sorry. We it's got
1: okay. Come on. Hi.
0: Come on. Ugh. Oh, they get Love jealous to be on the podcast All good. <laughs> yeah your 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 dog and cat might be like why well, I, I want some yeah i'm jealous. surprised she's sleeping over
2: they're both sleeping mm. oh good
0: good uh cool um uh, yeah and then we have kind of the i mean so ava was kind of the villain the ghost she was kind of a villain but we also had the Walter Goggins' character, Birch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who was the villain, um, I thought he was fun. He was he was a little campy. He was like, "I'm a I'm a southern criminal," so I'm
1: talking with an accent. Um, I think that's just how Walter Goggins talks. <laughs> really, yeah. In every, I, I'm a fan of his. I've seen him in a lot of different things, and I'm like, "Oh, I think that's how you just talk."
0: Oh wow, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I know he's what he. His main thing was kind of like walking. Dead, or it's like one one of those kind of westerny shows that he kind of had like a breakout role in. Uh, Maybe. Okay. Sons of Anor- uh, Anarchy. Oh, is that? He that played a trans
1: off. character on Sons of Anarchy. Oh interesting.
0: oh, interesting.
2: He's one of those actors you always know immediately, like. Well, he's very distinct looking yeah. and sounding. Yes, 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 and you always just—he's just recognizable. Mm-hmm. I love his name too. It's such a like character name a, yeah it's a good like character name i think like that's a character, character out of names. a book yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah um yeah and uh and and so you know it was i thought it was really great that first fight sequence to finally see like wasp like in in her element you know the whole first movie ant-man the whole thing was like Pim, Hank Pim didn't want her to wear the suit because like he was scared of like what would happen to her, because of what happened to her mom. So she was the whole time like, let me fight. So it was kind of a great release to be like, yay, she's finally fighting. Um, and she was doing it very, very well. Um, I thought it was very telling how later on, you know, they have that conversation where, you know, he talks, they uh they talk about how you know, Lang went to Germany and, you know, it, it worked out badly for her and her dad. And then she was like, well, you could have taken me. She was kind of like, you could have taken me with you. And then he was like, oh, would you have gone? And and she was like, well, I guess we'll never know. But I know you wouldn't have gotten caught. And so like, it makes me wonder, like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, it just, you know, Wasp is so awesome. But she's kind of gotten like, you know, the short end of the stick for so much of the MCU, I kind of can't I kind of want her to eventually come back and get like even more kind of like into it and yeah. like down and dirty. It was
2: great to also see like the father-daughter relationship mirrored throughout the movie too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Paul Rudd plays good dad. Oh my God. Yeah. Paul Rod Paul Rudd plays good dad and is so sexy to me. That opening scene with him and his daughter, I was like, ah mm-hmm. like
0: very And then he could be even
2: more charming.
0: Like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I also thought that was funny because, like, he was kind of living that pandemic lifestyle, like, mm-hmm. before that was a whole thing with us. So you're just like, wow, that that would uh, be pretty cool to, you know, live with him during that time. He yeah. told you a whole a whole heist. Yeah, uh, was great. Uh, tunnels. Um, and
2: his daughter too, like just loved her story arc, uh, her growth in story arc. And like, the only thing that was weird was when he was like, you remind me of hope. And I was like,
0: "Mm, "What?" (laughs) yeah, that's always creepy when you're just like,
2: you, you remind me of this girl, the the woman I'm in love with. Yeah. It was just like, I know he mentioned it as a compliment, but it was just very strange.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And well, and the thing is, is, you know, Cassie in the comics also plays a part in the MCU. So that's kind of like another seed that right. they're kind of planting. And, right. um, Um, And then you have, uh, you know, Stan Lee's really fun uh, cameo. Cameo.
2: Oh, uh, wait, really quick. Can we talk about Too, I don't know if you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I loved um, seeing his new relationship with the stepdad. um, And that was just really nice and heartwarming to see because I don't think we often get to see, you know, families that are non-traditional on bigger mm -hmm. movies like this. So it was really wonderful to see him be a part of the family and like the stepdad loving him as much as like he loves his new daughter do- you know it was just really great
0: yeah yeah and you know the the mom too like judy greer's character like she totally was kind of like on board and you know supporting him this time <laughs> you know to the point she's like you guys you a warrant and they're like he's like no they don't she's like okay well i'm still gonna stand up for him mm-hmm. um even though they were kind of, they had a lot more conflict in the first movie, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, and then you go into that kind of like huge final action sequence with like the car chase and uh, the building being handed off, and then Hank Pym going into the quantum realm. Um, you know, it's the quantum realm becomes very important, uh, you know, in in the MCU. So it was really cool to see kind of like the origin of that and like them go down there and what it looks like. Um, do you, do you have any thoughts about the quantum realm Quincy or, or Connor or did it like
1: make sense to you? It, I thought it was fun um, showing them. Uh, well, I didn't a hundred percent understand the quantum realm, but I did understand that they're shrinking so much that they're, Go, surpassing time or something. Right, right. I thought it was fun that he, um, you see Michael Douglas's character running away from, was it water bears? Yeah, yeah. They're
0: like, they're supposed to be Like a so, size.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. they look cute, but they're actually predators. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, I thought it was fun that you saw Paul Rudd struggle with size. Um... <laughs> And when well, oh, when he was in that school, dressed with that hoodie, oh yeah, the school the sequence. Way, the way he was running in that hoodie is the way I run. <laughs> I'm like trying to work out, but I'm tired. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching him. I was like, why does this look so familiar? Oh, uh, that's what I love like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I that was a a fun callback to like the whole cap. Kind of argument where you know uh, Scott was just like Cap needed me, and she's like Cap, like you guys are like best friends now. You call him Cap, and so to have her bring it up and like, oh Cap could see you now, and he's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. get off me. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was, I thought it was a a fun thing to have them, um, actually have a suit that wasn't working because mm-hmm. you know usually. The suits always work. Yeah. The suits always work. The tech always works. And it's only in those like, you know, specific moments where you're just like, oh no, comms are down when, Mm -hmm. you know, you need it to happen. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it actually wasn't working and it was creating an obstacle was, was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. And that whole, that whole sequence uh, in the school, I I believe the, the principal, uh, I'm going to double check this, but I think he's a UCB guy. Uh, Brian Husky. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's uh he used to be part of a, a cr- group called, were they, I think we're called Naked Babies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I first saw this movie, immediately recognizing him because at the time, him, I think also like Rob Corddry mm-hmm. and the other people who were in that improv group, they were just showing up in like everything. Like, hmm. And so, like me and me and Jacob would be like, we would play a game where we'd be like naked baby, <laughs> and it was kind mm-hmm. of like a a game whenever we could recognize one. Who's Jacob? Oh, my husband Jacob. Yeah, oh. uh, who watches everything with me as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was a fun, a fun little little improv Easter egg. Hmm. Um, and yeah um and any any other highlights from the movie that stood out to you Uh, guys
1: ti is in this ti is in it yep yep the guy that plays polka dot man right in this yeah his whole um
0: his whole baba yaga um bit was pretty fun Mm -hmm. um because you know he he was like this is what explains it and they're just like okay calm down dude but then you know it kind of a version of that, mm-hmm. it
1: actually is the villain, is Ghost. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I always get Baba Yaga confused with that huh? no, Nova Stroga. Nova that Stroga. Lady that lady so, who makes so much pasta that it drowns a town.
2: I've never I've heard, never heard, of, heard of her. I know I'm familiar with Baba Yaga, but not the other lady.
1: Nova <laughs> Stroga is this children's book about a, a, a little old Russian lady who makes so much spaghetti. That it fills a town. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. That sounds amazing. Actually, I'm really hungry. <laughs>
1: yeah. So whenever I hear Baba Yaga, I'm like, oh, that's a cute story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, is it? Is it one of those stories that's supposed to kind of, like, teach you a lesson? Like, don't make too much pasta or something? No, no one learns anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no. Okay. Just a, just a story to have out there uh cool cool i enjoyed um, the series i think i enjoyed this series probably more than i think most people do
2: i don't know the comedy's great i feel like they because they can't rely on like your your typical like action sequences to make it cool like the writing and the comedy has to be really entertaining yeah. um i love i love the characters um love Lawrence fishburne's Appearance. I was like, Yeah, Laura Fishburne. Yeah. Morpheus says, Morpheus. yeah. um is that was great. Um, I loved what else did I love? I um daughter Ghost was just amazing as like a villain. I want to see more of her. It was really cool to see again like their like adoptive father-daughter relationship you know with Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffers with um Her and theirs and hope Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah I just want I think I want more And I can't wait to see the Cassie storyline Pay off too I love that she like protected her dad Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Love that she had like a huge grin When he was on the news Like she's just a great wonderful character
0: Yeah yeah and,
2: and she, it's great that she's like in on it too. I feel like a lot of times these stories, the kids don't know, and you mm-hmm. know later have like fucked up dark issues, which make for great characters and stories. But it's great that like she's in them. She's in on it, kind of yeah. like in Spider Man with what's his name, uh, mm. Anne May. Uh, the 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 best friend for Spider Man.
0: Oh, Ned. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's nice that he does have to play that like you know tension of just like oh i i need to go now and i'm gonna miss your birthday party because yeah. there's something i need to do and it's like yeah. oh, okay yeah. just tell her just tell her she mm-hmm. will think it's cool yeah. um i also wanted to mention that scene where right before they turn on the or when they're turn, trying to turn the quantum realm uh tunnel back on and and Paul Rudd switches into, uh, Janet, Janet's voice that uh, mm-hmm. Janet Van Dyne and be like, I'm so possessed by Janet. I was like, Oh, that's so cute that <laughs> he did. So he did. He did it so well. I was just like, very and,
1: understated,
0: very understated. And, and I feel like he did it again with that classic Paul Rudd charm. So you're not, you weren't like, come on, dude, like mm-hmm. not being like all like flamboyant about it, but just mm-hmm. being really, really like genuine and like almost you know, believable in the sense that, like, he's looking. You know, she's looking at her daughter. She's looking mm-hmm. at her husband, but it's through mm-hmm. Paul Rudd's eyes. I also mm-hmm. thought they That's did really a good fun. job
2: of like Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lily being like, oh, but like also being like, this is very weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, playing kind of the realness of it. Yeah. Um. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that brings us to the end of the Marvel portion of our podcast. We're going to transition into our stretch and share. So, uh, I believe, I think you had a share last time, Quincy. So, mm-hmm. do you want to do a stretch? Sure. Test? Let us just
2: roll our wrists. I feel like we do yes. this a lot, but I could use a rolling of wrists.
0: Well, it's easy to do while you're sitting down. Yes. Um, then I'm going to go ahead and dive into my share. My share is I recently bought a pair of fuzzy slippers. Nice. To wear around the house. And nice. they have been a game changer. Uh, nice. Because I don't like it when my socks get wet. So when I put them on, I put them on, like when I use the bathroom or the kitchen, because usually that's where like the floor is wet. Um, and before I was just like, oh, is it going to keep my feet that much too warmer? Hot. Yeah, but it hasn't. And, and they're very nice. I sometimes even wear them when I'm not walking around. So nice. highly recommend as things get colder, get some fuzzy slippers for mm-hmm. the house. Uh, Connor, do you have something to share from your week? Just like a a little highlight or a tidbit, personal tidbit. Uh,
1: (laughs) No. No? (laughs) Okay.
2: Okay. Cool, cool. Or a fun fact or a tip. No worries. Yeah. Um,
1: What's what's your cat's um, name? Oh, yeah, actually, Um, 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 I was was Googling... And um, I got the name of the spaghetti lady mixed up. It's Striganona. <laughs>
0: Striganona. Oh,
1: okay. It's Italian for it means grandma witch, but she gets a magic pot that makes so much spaghetti that it fills and almost destroys her town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man. It's so very
1: cute.
2: That sounds so good. I'm, yeah. I mean I've been fiending some pasta. Like mm-hmm. ooh, like some good pasta.
0: Yeah. Treat yeah. myself
2: later today. Sometimes later just week. like
0: a classic bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, like, like a good bolognese
2: good. or a marinara. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, speaking of marinara, um, I there's a local wine shop in Hollywood. It's like a restaurant slash wine shop. Um, we discovered this during COVID and, uh, he, the wine shop owner slash restaurateur, got us onto this new wine and has turned me into an addict and he just restocked it. And it's here because it was in my backpack. And while we were preparing, I was like, oh, I forgot I had this bottle in my backpack when I picked it up. This wine is amazing. It's a Julian Altiber. It's a gamay wine. It's an organic wine, and it's like juice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is like is it juice. A red or white?
2: Sorry, I muted myself. Um, it's a red wine. Um, I don't know anything about wines in terms of like pinot noirs and cabs, blah blah blah. But this wine has turned me into a wino, and I haven't had it since February. And when he told us it was in stock, I bought two. I'm probably going to go back and buy. Two more. It's so good, guys. It's like oh. very juicy, bright, citrus. It's like, I don't know, it's just yummy. And I didn't understand people who were like, wine, wine, wine. And then I tried this wine and it was like, oh, is this why? Like, I've just been drinking bad, cheap wine. Nothing against bad, cheap wine, but like, no, is bad this- wine sucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> and oh, and no hangovers, no oh. hangovers. Um, And I'm like, oh, I guess this is the difference between like
1: buying like good wine. um, Once you have it, it's you can't go back to regular wine. Yeah. Do you drink wine? I do. I do, but like once I had the expensive stuff and someone offers me like box wine, I'm like, absolutely not. Actually, Mm -hmm. the box wine from Trader Joe's is not that bad
2: flavor wise, but you still get a hangover.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once you have shit wine, it's or once you know what wine's supposed to taste like um everything else tastes like nail polish remover (laughs) Mm. yeah i've probably just never had
0: expensive wine then because i've never i've never had a good wine i've had like a good champagne and for me like the fruitiest kind of like sweetest stuff is easiest for me to drink Mm. um i don't know if you remember this quincy but like i brought a champagne for like a thing that we did and like I had some of it, and she was like, "This is too sweet," and I was like, "This is the only thing I can drink."
1: (laughs) Is it like (laughs) Jewish wine?
0: No, it was like a sparkling champagne. That's probably why sparkling
1: champagnes tend to be.
0: Yeah,
2: are Jewish wines sharp? sharp, Really quick, Connor. Jewish wines are known to be sweet.
1: Yeah. Oh, like almost too sweet. Oh, I
2: didn't
1: know that. I didn't even know there was a Jewish. Well, if if you go to like a grocery store, and they have like. A kosher wine, or there is a Jewish wine. I think it's called. I forget what it's called, but it says like Jewish wine. If you have it, it's like, it's like someone got wine and mixed Welch's grape juice with it.
0: Interesting. Mm, I yeah.
1: would probably like. Yeah, that.
0: Kate, you sounds like more like up that. your speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Jewish wine. Making yeah. note.
2: Yeah, it's okay. I- wine. I think alcohol is just an acquired taste. Like in the beginning, no one, I think, really likes alcohol, and then you're, you just make yourself like it. And then you go, Oh, this is expensive stuff. And it tastes good.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I remember the first time I had beer, I had drink it accidentally. I was like watching TV. It was like a football game at my house. And like, that's when like my brothers were there, my uncles and everyone. and, And I had just put down my drink and then I was watching the TV and I picked it up again, but I had accidentally picked up a different cup. And so I drank some beer and I was like, Oh, what's this? And my uncle's like, it's my beer. Nothing is worse than I think the,
2: the, the, I think your brain gets really fucked up when you think you're drinking something and then you drink something else. Like the shock at least yeah. for me anyways the shock i feel is like oh my like it's <laughs> how dare you yeah no i almost mm-hmm. get upset because it was like oh this was supposed to be water and like your brain like primes you for it to be water and when it isn't water you're like oh mm.
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's it gets mad because it's like they're trying to trick you you mm-hmm. you had, you put your trust in this cup and it it betrayed you mm-hmm. um cool so that's the end of our stretch and share let's go ahead and dive into the makeup portion Make today's yes. podcast yes. um I, I i usually have start coming in with a look um okay it looks fabulous you it? nailed your eyeshadow it's just it just gets better every week you do it good i i so i did the three color it, thing. i can see it
2: your blending yep. is really good Woo. Woo. The blending is really good, really natural. Your lip always looks phenomenal. And I, like I, your foundation I, is even.
0: When I wanted to make sure that I was having, cause you know, we're talking about kind of like drag makeup today. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to have something that was dramatic, but still looked uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> it looks great. That, that When you looked at it, we were like, ah. Uh, hey, but it looks great. It looks great. You look like you could this, you could wear to
2: work. You, this is definitely by far the most eveningest of your looks. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, d- and it looks amazing. I, I, I didn't put on an, an eyeliner cause I wanted to, I, I wanted to see how it looked without the eyeliner. Mm-hmm. I think like if I were to do an evening out, I you would, would probably eyeliner. add, eyeliner. Yep. but I think, I think it does look without it. It looks subtle enough where mm-hmm. I'm like, I would, this could I would be a daytime look. Yeah. Yeah. I would feel yep. like, you know, going shopping, going and go shopping, go to the Target, you know, mm-hmm. like this, I wouldn't feel like I'm too dressed. Yeah. Up, you know, nailed it. But then could probably go to like a meeting after that. Double thumbs up. Yay. Progress. Yay. Yay. It just um, took two and a half phases to get here. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but today we are talking about
2: what are we talking about? Drag Quincy? makeup specifically. I think Connor had some questions about um
1: drag makeup. Can she drag makeup in particular? Well I don't know if this is I don't know if you would call this drag makeup. It's a makeup line from a drag queen it's cool i don't know if you'd call it drag makeup drag makeup is a very specific thing yeah
2: i think um i was doing some poking around um on keep kimchi um today before our call gorgeous mm-hmm. and i think you know one of the things she pointed out was like there's like influencer makeup too and like mm-hmm. she kind of pointed out there's like unicorn pooped you out influencer instagram makeup or like what she calls brown and wet, which is like that Kardashian look, which is like Mm -hmm. very bronzed and sculpted. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for her, her makeup, like, I think people who want to wear makeup can just wear it. But like, I think what she's put into her product line is a lot of pigmentation so that if you are a drag queen and you want to have, you know, the full colors and palette of to do drag makeup, it's an affordable option. Cause she was saying how, when she was coming up, it was really hard to find affordable makeup products that had that high pigmentation look Mm -hmm. to it because it was just
1: Mm -hmm. out of her price point at the time yeah i think Mm -hmm. for a while it was just like mac was the cheapest you could get yeah and mac is still pretty pricey mac is i still think mac is yeah it is pretty pricey and i have um i guess i'll just get into it i have um uh i have a, a lot of kimchi makeup it turns out um i have this eyeshadow palette Great. Oh, how much God. is what's the price point, Connor, for something like uh, a I, palette like hers? I don't remember how much the palette was I got. I did get it on sale. So I think about each one was about twenty. But that's not how much it normally is, I think. This is Virgin Mojito. Let's see. Can you open it? Ooh. Oh, so, so these I'm are all eyeshadow those are all eyeshadow colors. hmm And I like the colors. Um not all of them are shimmery, which is nice because I I usually don't like shimmer. And mm-hmm. it has like a lot of fun colors in here, like yellow, green, lime green, a teal yellow. green. And this other one is called Mango Tango. That's another eyeshadow palette. Let me see. All the packaging on her stuff is really oh, cute. It's to, it's to die for. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow,
2: that's so cute. I've never oh, seen anyone do like uh, put like yeah, details the, on the palettes. Yeah, palette. they're, they're that's they're really cute. Fruit
1: drawings. That's cute. Yeah. Cute. There's purple, pink, red, and orange. Um, red eyeshadow is so fun on an Asian face. Yeah. Like Ooh, our, it takes our, really well. our skin tone just is like yes, yes, yeah. more, please, me, yeah. me, me, me. And then I got this eyeshadow, a liquid eyeshadow that's gold shimmery called Pot de Cream. hmm These are really great colors. It's very easy to apply. Yeah. But I, I never go anywhere. Yeah. This one is a highlight palette called Drama Queen. Is that is that for your cheeks? It can be. Yeah. I think it depends on how you want to use it. It's very shimmery, that's yeah. the thing. So that's why I can't use too much of it. Yeah. Mm. So if you want to do, like, highlighting, you can use it as a blush, but if you, it's primarily if you want to do highlighting, uh, color correcting, hence the green. Ah, yes. Interesting. I've never
2: seen or heard of um, color correcting highlighter. That's really cool, actually.
1: Yeah, color correcting highlighter is something I was trying to play around with because, like, it's, I have a background in art and graphic design and so mixing colors to neutralize colors is something I kind of know but even then I'm like struggling with it because I'm like oh was I supposed to put green here was I supposed to put red here was I supposed to put white here was I supposed to put yellow yeah and to the, the most recent one I got which arrived yesterday yeah was the bento babes lip kit cool this is a collaboration with plastique tiara oh dope 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 and have you is- opened it Oh, hell, girl, I'm, I'm gonna try this shit yes. on. Yes. And um, this is a lip kit. I did not realize that, but it's a lip liner, a lip color, and then a lip gloss. Nice. To make it ah. shiny. Yeah. So would it's you wear?
0: Nice. Would you wear all three of those at the same time?
1: Mm-hmm. You put yeah. the lip liner on first, then the. Remember, okay, we outline and then we. Right. Fill, right. And then yeah. the gloss. Yeah, and you once you you let the fill dry. And then you put the gloss on Mm -hmm. um but the thing is i didn't realize that and so i just put the color on with the lip pencil and i thought that looked better but Mm. i I think i'm just sick of gloss
2: yeah i think a lot of people are moving away from gloss Mm because
1: it because it's like sticky and shiny it's sticky and it's just you know it's time to move on like i saw an ad recently for matte eyeshadow paint Oh, interesting! And I was like, I'm not gonna buy it, but I'm like, I like where this is going. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. To what,
0: speak what, to what, so, sorry, ahead. just to ask why? What? What's the difference of matte eyeshadow paint? Like, what is? What is? What's new about that? Have we? Have we been using? No, I haven't. I've never. This is my first I've, time hearing I've, about
1: it. I've never seen eyeshadow, liquid eyeshadow that was matte. Oh, okay, okay. If you ever see liquid eyeshadow, it's usually shimmery or glittery. But I saw these, and it's, like, it's straight-up paint. And I'm, like, nice.
0: Oh, is that similar to the Fenty eyeliners that Rihanna has? We had a guest recently who showed us some Fenty eyeliners, they are almost, like, crayon-like. Is that similar? No,
2: so it's, like, so with – if you if – I can – the best way – it's like a flat color. Like, mm-hmm. so usually when you get like a liquid eyeshadow, like, so, okay, the eyeshadow we have that's like liquidy, it's very shimmery and it has like a lot of dimension to it because it's like a liquid shimmer. Okay. Right. Um, And same with gloss, right? It's like a shiny, wet look to it, right? Mm-hmm. Versus if you looked, I just looked up matte fluid eye paint. This is really cool. Um, right. Uh, and I it's think, essentially like matte lipstick Except for your eyes I don't know why this isn't letting me um, Click on the hmm. Picture but it's like this flat Like matte look like have yeah. you seen Cars that have that like matte Paint on it it's that like It kind of makes yeah. it look like Batman Versus how there's certain like the
1: Porsches It's not, have, it's not glossy
0: Yeah it's not glossy uh, Okay
1: okay yeah, really cool. Most eyeshadows have some sort of shimmer Or gloss to it which I am not a fan of, but, um, yeah, before that, like the best you could do was like an eye crayon or pencil, which is what it sounds like your prior guest brought on.
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, this is cool. I'll have to try this because it looks really interesting and it looks Hmm. like it's not meant to be blended. It's meant to just be like a one color thing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I just wanted to speak to Connor, what you said about like the shimmer getting everywhere. I spoke Mm -hmm. with a makeup artist because sometimes some people will do my eyes first when I'm in the makeup chair and some people will do the foundation. Mm -hmm. And I, what they said generally was, um, if you're doing a lot of like shimmery heavy makeup to do your Mm -hmm. eyes first so that Mm -hmm. you can like dust and wipe away the shimmer and dust, um, and
1: then do the foundation. I don't know if you've tried that or if it's still like, I just found that out recently, because before I thought, like, oh, you put your foundation first and then you draw everything else on. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos where it's someone talking about something non-makeup while doing makeup. Like, uh, Bailey Sarian has this YouTube series where she does murder and makeup, so she'll talk about a true (laughs) crime story while doing That's cool. And she's like a makeup artist. And so she'll do, like, intricate makeup. And I noticed she starts with her eyes. And I'm like, what, bitch? You're going to get You're missing all the other stuff. But then she'll do it. And then she'll clean it up. Yep.
2: So then then when she does the base,
1: like, anything that's fallen on her face, she can clean before she does it. Yeah. Yeah, Mm because that way you don't have to put, like, a napkin over here and do this shit. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because once that powder or liner gets mixed in with that foundation, it is not coming off.
2: It's hard to clean yeah. it up, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's yeah, easier yeah.
1: to put it on top of it instead of like trying to clean it. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then to highlighter too, um, Connor, have you tried like different techniques with it? Is it like are you only using a brush? Are you have you tried using just like your finger and just kind of like dabbing it on instead?
1: I uh, normally, if I do use it, I'll use my finger because I'll try to just use like a touch, like 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 a little on the corners of my eye or some mm-hmm. shit. But even then, I'm like, still too much. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't think I'm doing it right. (laughs) Oh, you know what you could do is you could either like try to
2: like tap it, right? Just to get like Mm -hmm. the residue off. Or maybe Mm -hmm. like I've seen sometimes with lipstick, Mm -hmm. if it's like too much, like just, Mm -hmm. you know, doing the kiss on the Kleenex helps. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you could like dust off, dust it off on a Kleenex before you apply it, it, might help with the application. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah I, um, yeah, I still need to play around with it, but that being said, the products themselves work very well. Yeah. Like the, the lip kit was a, uh, you could tell it's a quality product. Yeah, yeah. Like it went on real smooth. Cause I have other like lip brush shit and mm. um, I was like, I mean, it's okay, but I, there's just one color that I have that's really nice, but it always dries out my mouth. Yeah. Matte lipsticks do that to me. I love matte lipsticks, but it yeah. just dry. Like you can then start seeing like the yeah. cracks in my lip because it's yeah. drying out my lip. Yeah. And it's one of those, it's one of those liquid ones that dry and it makes it worse. So I was just, yeah, 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 yeah. So was this did Lime Crime
2: by any chance.
1: Was it what? Lime Crime. I don't think
2: so okay i love lime crimes um matte lipstick but it just it just tries out my lips and i
1: don't everyone's like put chapstick on before and i'm like i did but it's yeah but but sometimes if you put chapstick on then the product doesn't stick yeah Yeah. you have to find that beautiful balance where like it just absorbed the chapstick Hmm.
0: yeah yeah i will say when i put my lipstick on i'm always that's where I'm just like, oh, my lips are so dry. Okay. And I, feel like I have to put it on more to mm-hmm. cover up the cracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a question, though. For those palettes, uh, especially the red one, because I once tried red uh eyeshadow and it didn't go too well <laughs> for mm-hmm. me. Um, on that palette that had the red ones, um, what, what combination would you use? Can we show oh. the palette again? Yeah.
1: Um, what's cool is, like, if you follow her Instagram, you'll see people using them, so you'll get a bunch of fun ideas on how to combo them. Like, Uh you'll see, like, orange and, um, red or blue and purple. Um, you can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, Generally, Kay, you- With all these colors, they all- I feel like because they're kind of complementary. Yeah, they all complement. You could use any combination of these. I think they would work. I And like a simple
2: way... Wait, Connor, Connor, if you hold it back up again, could you hold it? Like if you just go even across the top, like just play Mm tic-tac-toe with it Ah. is pretty great. The only thing that I would say is a little challenging is the purple, orange, blue going straight down because Mm -hmm. orange and
1: blue are what's opposite colors, right? Contrasting colors. I I feel... I feel like um you can make them work.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would just say the blending might be a little bit challenging to start with like do the mm-hmm. blending with the other more
1: the Some colors more that are colors. closer
2: together so that if you do like make a mistake, it's harder to see. Yeah, but okay. it, but they are complementary, so it should be fine. Yeah.
1: yeah, like it also depends how you apply it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like in terms well way we, uh, we Quincy taught me is i I do the middle color, the middle color in the middle. And then, mm-hmm. and then I do the darkest color on the outside and then the lightest color on the inside. And every single time, like I tried to do that this time today, every single time I, uh, apply it, I diffuse. I just try to like buff it, buff it, buffer it <laughs> as much as possible, buffering it. Um, so it doesn't look like there's three different sections.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Unless but that's I th- the look you're going for.
0: Yeah. But but I'm 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 curious to be thinking if you have colors that are so different, is it is it just like you lean into that of like um don't.
1: if you want to show off all the different colors, I would take it easy on the blending.
0: Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, sometimes- like the blue and orange would muddy and turn like brownie. Yeah. Mm. So if you want to show all these different colors popping you would just carefully put them on and not necessarily blend them like i don't i'm them i'm for me with my eye shape i'm not a big fan of blending eyeshadow because i feel like it makes the it makes my eye look flatter Hmm. and not in a good way
2: so do you do a connor like just then one one shade like do you do you sweep it across your eye how like do you take it up to your eyebrow or do you do anything like under very,
1: very rarely do i take it up to my eyebrow mm. um like maybe not even halfway mm-hmm. it also because i usually also wear eyeliner mm. so in it, it, um if I'm doing a multicolor thing i I usually won't blend at all because it was such a pain to get the the colors together and clean and uh if I do blend, it's usually me attempting to do a smoky eye oh okay mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. so just uh but your usual kind of procedure is eyeliner and just one color.
1: Put the shadow first eyeliner last, oh
0: okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. And you know, I, I, I feel like I was trying to, I was doing that as well in terms of like, when I was just starting, I was just like, Oh, uh, one, Let's see what mm-hmm. that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Knowing that I don't have to use three every time also. Yeah. I think we should
2: definitely okay, look at the, uh, eye eyeshadow matte cause it'll definitely, I think it's just meant to be one color. But again, I think okay. that came from probably like Instagram that like one that, yeah, but you're creating yeah. like a shape with it too. Also,
1: yeah, like, yeah. I find like the they'll have like those eyeshadow tutorials, like what Quincy said, where the darkest on the outside, middle shade, and then the inner corner shade. But I find that's hard to do on Asian eyes. Mm. So for me, I just kind of have to experiment and see what looks best.
0: I I I feel like I will enjoy doing that more because I feel like there's so many. I bought a couple mats when we were first starting. I was like, "Oh, there's so many colors," mm-hmm. and it's kind of feel like I want to use them all. But then, like when you actually try, you're like, "Ah, this doesn't look you right." Know, you can use them all, just not all at the same time. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, but and also trying to make sure, yeah. I, but I want to use all the colors. Use, use all, all the, the colors. colors. Make my eyes all the way up here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess. I guess there's just sometimes when I see certain people, uh, um, n- not necessarily, uh, not even like I know in drag, like they use a lot of color and there's so many different layers. But even just like people, like cosplayers, or I mm-hmm. I, I, use, I watch a lot of like react videos of like people who you know react to episodes of Marvel episodes or Marvel movies, and especially for like when they were watching like Loki since that that um, show what was so like blue and green and gold, they were using those combinations. And I was like, how, like, how, like were they able to kind of create that look? It looked it looked all cohesive, but at the same time you could tell there's multiple colors. Um, so I guess just experimenting and being like, let's see how this look is kind of the way mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm.
1: It also, for me, what helps is um, that little brush thing that comes with the, uh eyeshadow kit that that don't do shit Mm right get yourself some nice brushes preferably a thin one that almost they look like paint brushes oh and get yourself like a good brush not like with a mate almost like a uh, a flat edge so you could really do some stuff with it
2: yeah oh okay i didn't realize how good I mean, I knew good brushes were good, but Mm -hmm. I had these cheap ones and then just got these new brushes that are a little bit better. And I was like, oh, okay, because it helps you Mm -hmm. control the Mm -hmm. where the pigment is going versus like the the other brushes I had just weren't doing it and was getting it like all over the place.
1: Yeah. Also, Mm -hmm. like unless you're using like expensive makeup when you when you see like those shadow palettes like on covergirl and stuff and then you're like how come mine doesn't look like that when i do it they're using a lot of it
0: oh, okay. like a lot of it okay yeah i will say that when i did it today mm-hmm. i i purposely was like let's go heavy <laughs> mm-hmm. so we i can see it um and kind of so i could notice where the the different sections were yeah. um and i was surprised by how when it was done it still didn't look like I had a ton of stuff on. I think maybe because also the colors are very like yeah, we have we picked very nude warm colors. Yeah, yeah, this is the palette I used. um yeah, that's very subtle, yeah, yeah, subtle. um, but when I was applying it, i I thought I was still kind of like had a lot on the brush. um but yeah, so that's that's interesting to know that they also are using a lot and I, I just want to I, I think I want to try doing more colors like I've tried to do more natural looks and so maybe Why? moving forward what was that? Why? Just to see how it looks because I got all these like I got these palettes and I I haven't really used many of the colors Oh on yeah them. okay
1: yeah So oh, is that Nyx? Mm-hmm. Nyx yeah yeah shadow palette yeah Um, just experiment with those like do i sometimes i even put eyeshadow on the bottom lid
2: yeah oh okay that's a new thing i'm seeing too um that i actually really enjoy and i'm like it makes sense why not put it there too Mm -hmm. i was gonna say for your highlighter um and for shimmer too connor is Mm -hmm. like uh, kimchi does it she'll put shimmer under i mean this is for like full drag she'll yeah. put like shimmer under her eyelid and then like mm-hmm. outline it just to make her eye appear even larger it's i think it's cool i think i'm gonna snag that
0: mm-hmm. hmm. and and for the under eye shadow what 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 kind of inspired you to do that or what about that look when you um, were just like, i think i saw me. it
1: somewhere and i was like you know what, i'll try it like a bold like a bright it's usually a bright shade too like okay. orange or white or something Huh. And so the next time you get like a pencil or something like an eyeshadow pencil, it'll probably be easier to do with the pencil. Um, Just try it on the under lot under on the bottom lid.
0: Like uh, like the on the eye line or on the actual.
1: Here's the thing, Kay. There's no rules. (laughs) There's no rules. Figuring out what anyone that says there's rules is lying or doesn't know what they're doing. Well, dude. Uh, well and the thing is i don't know what i'm doing i i just want to try both ways try both ways see which one you like okay yeah Yeah. because for a while both trends were the thing like i remember reading about both being like notice how and pink's eyes pop here it's because she's doing the liner right on the lid and other people are like do not do that
0: Mm. because
2: they'll argue like liner on the lid makes your eyes smaller but like again it's different for different people Mm -hmm. it shows up differently for different
0: people yeah okay yeah well this has been so great i am inspired to experiment thanks for the share of
2: the eye matte eyeshadow i had not heard about this i want to play with i just
1: heard about it it's so so cool i'm I'm looking at these
2: women right now and right now they just like painted on little like arrows at the corner of their eyes and it looks oh. fucking dope. And then they yeah. just line their eyes. And I'm like, That's I want so it. fun. Yeah. And it's such an easy way to get a pop of color without committing to a whole yeah. eye. Yeah.
0: Quincy, did you have a theme to relate to? Uh, oh my goodness. I forgot. To
2: the movie? <laughs> I forgot. So sorry. It was just, I was so enthralled with, with, Ant-Man and the Wasp too. Like I like felt so good leaving it. And then I, then I did my deep dive on kimchi and I was like, dude, this is gonna be so much fun to talk about Mayo that I completely forgot about the theme.
0: Well, I, I have a theme that I usually do apply tie in
2: Connor. <laughs> um,
0: so uh, the, the theme that I thought would be applicable is that, you know, we're starting to uh, kind of expand our idea of what makeup is and, and like how to, You know, like you said, experiment, try things, see just what it looks like and and get into this whole uh, new realm of like not following the rules. Now that we spent so much time kind of teaching me rules and how to do things, we're expanding into areas where we're not uh, have Mm -hmm. rules, which is like uh, the quantum realm where the same we don't rules that's the, the rules of time and space don't apply the to the quantum realm like they do in the real world um that. so that was my attempt to that was create a great thing i completely oh, forgot you. wow <laughs> all right well i think that uh brings us uh to the end of our podcast for today thanks connor so much for joining us um is there uh place where can on- people find you yeah or is uh, there anything
1: specific you'd like to plug? I'm on Twitter. <laughs> cool, cool. People uh, use that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's just that Connie Shin. Cool, Cool, cool. Oh, yeah. uh, great. And yeah, and uh, you know, I guess... Uh, watch Harley Quinn. Watch Harley Quinn. Watch Harley
0: Quinn, please. A great, really funny show. Uh, I, I remember when it was on DC Universe, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I can get that. But then when it went to HBO Max, I was like, Yes, I have that, and I gobbled it up. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. such a funny show. And if you'd like to reach us, reach out to
2: us or find out more about Marvel Makeup, you can follow us on all social media at Marvel Makeup, or you can email us at marvelmakeuppod at gmail.com. Please rate and review and
0: subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. And please give us five stars so that our Asian moms will know that listening to us can actually be pretty fun. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next time on Marvel and Makeup. Bye. 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 Marvel Makeup is hosted and produced by Quincy Cho and Kay Khanapu. Quincy is an actor writer based in Los Angeles, California. Kay is a writer performer for Filipino AF and an alum of the CBS Diversity Sketch Showcase. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Quincy Dinosaur and at Kay Kanapu. The music for Marvel Makeup was composed by Clarence Yap,
2: and our artwork was designed by Patty Lin. You can find them on Instagram at clarence underscore Yap and
0: at PattiLin.JPEG. See our show notes for even more info. Marvel Makeup is also a member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a network of Asian-American-hosted podcasts. Please check out our fellow Potluck Pods by going to the website, podcastpotluck.com. Life gets a little crazy sometimes. Sometimes it's confusing, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's beautiful, and sometimes it can
2: just piss us off. Enter First of All Podcasts. It's a safe space for real conversations about the things that we all struggle with, celebrate, contemplate, and work through in our daily lives. I'm your host, Mindy Chang. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and entrepreneur with a colorful background, full life, and brilliant friends who I love to unpack life with to share with all of you. They are everyday people like you and me, ranging from award-winning artists, cultural icons, powerful CEOs, my hilarious childhood friends, and even my mom. Tune in for honest conversations on mental health, dating, sex, family, career, culture, and everything in between. Listen to First of All wherever you find podcasts. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective.
0: Thanks so much again for joining Thanks us. For sharing, sure. oh, to thank you. you. This is great. I, I just got to say that I don't know if you remember this, but we did an Asian AF show where you did uh, one of my sketches. I do remember that. Oh my gosh, that is still one of my favorite like performance memories. <laughs> I was thinking about Aww. like like the fact that we haven't done a show
1: in so long. we were and supposed the, to yeah. have a
2: show with you right before COVID. Right happened. before COVID. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: yeah was, I, I was supposed to do stand-up and then yeah, lockdown happened. I was doing the promo
2: drawings i feel like i just posted yours and then like two days later it was like what do we do yeah
0: it was it was the friday of that week that everyone or no the the monday of the week after everything shut down Mm -hmm. um so yeah so i was just thinking about that and you know thanks for being awesome and funny and you're hilarious